So let's take a short look at the course piece here. First of all, uh, it's always a good idea to start uh, talking about what the course is all about. So this course uh, is about software engineering. Now, what is software engineering and why, why, why is it important? We will be talking about that uh, during next week more. This is today only an overview of, of what the course, how the course will proceed and how to participate. But when we talk about software engineering, uh, uh, that the course is about, it's about building software that works in the real world. Uh, the formal definition given here is, is, is that it's the application of a systematic discipline and quantifiable approach to the development, operation, and maintenance of software. That is the application of engineering to software, as well as the study of this. From a practical point of view, software engineering is what you do uh, with people who know how to code. So that software engineering is about understanding what kind of software to build, how to build and deploy it in the real world. Typically, that is done in small or large projects, more often than not by several people. So we will be talking about how to develop software in the real world together uh, in teams of several people. So you can uh, think of it as what you do when you have learned your individual skills as programmers. I will stop sharing think just right now because I can see your feedback. So uh, what I would like you to do is if you can see and hear me okay, uh, would you give me again a green uh, uh, check mark? Did you see the slides okay? Is everything working for you? Okay, we can do it. Thank you. Just wanting to make sure that, uh, that you can see the things you're supposed to. Okay, great. Then we will continue. So I will again share my slides. And now you can see, should be able to see my screen, I will make that full screen. So what are the objectives? What is the idea with this course? What are you supposed to know after this course? This is an introductory course. Software engineering is a very large subject with many, many sub-areas that you can go into depth in. Uh, so after this course, you will have an overview and understanding of what are the main problems that we tackle in software engineering. When we build software, what, what is difficult? What are the things that we need to tackle somehow? And what are the concepts, models, and approaches that we have developed in the field to be able to deal with development of software? For example, how can you understand what to build? How do you actually go about designing the software? How do you code it? And what are your options, for example, for testing it, and so on? What are the concepts, models, and approaches that have been developed to help you doing that in teams developing software? Uh, you will try to understand both the theoretical knowledge, the one presented in books, as well as have a glimpse into the industrial practice, how this is done in real projects in the industry. So the aim is that after the course, you should understand and appreciate the challenges in software engineering. What are the things we struggle with when we develop software in teams? You should be familiar with the basic processes, methods, and models and that are available in the field and understand their applicability to various situations. For example, when might you want to use an agile development process, for example, like Scrum, 
as opposed to, for example, a waterfall sequential engineering-like process. When would you use certain kinds of testing techniques? When would you do reviews? When would you do model-based testing? And so on. So the idea is that you should know what are the different methods we have and when might you want to apply them in your own projects. And a very, very important goal, of course, is to make you familiar with the terminology so that you're able to read and understand the software engineering literature. Other books on software engineering than textbook we have, as well as advanced articles, uh, for example, published by researchers and other gurus. So these are the main goals of the, of the course. And in addition, uh, it would be very good if you understand and appreciate the gap between software engineering theory. You will find that in many cases, uh, what you read in the textbooks isn't exactly what you find in industry. And uh, we will try to make it visible by having you, first of all, understanding uh, the textbook and what, uh, what, what the textbooks and theoretical approaches say, but then also have industrial lecturers giving you uh, input uh, on an understanding of how they do things in real life and why they do it that way. And you might see that there can be a gap and you should understand why and what kind of gaps you might be able to find. So, how is this course structured? The course consists basically of two parts. The first part starts right now, and that is the introductory part. The goal of this first part is for you to learn the basic concepts and models in software engineering. This first part will be uh, done by video lectures that I will record here in Boston. I will make them available on the net. Uh, you should also get and read the textbook and do some small self-study assignments that I will uh, also publish on the net. So uh, the idea is that you will make yourself familiar with the textbook and you will also have a midterm exam on most of the textbook after this first part of the course. So therefore, it's very important that you try to get the textbook as quickly as possible. So there will be two midterms after this first part with the lectures given by me. The midterms will be on the 9th and the 13th of March. Uh, you are allowed to take both takes. Both counts as the first midterm. Uh, you can take either one of them. If you need more time to read, you go just to the second one, just to the second one. Uh, if you think you are, you, you, you are good at reading or you'd like two takes, you can go to both, which is what I suggest. If you go to both, uh, the higher score on the two takes will count. So you have two chances, and the one in which you succeed better uh, will be counted for your final grade. Uh, you will have uh, the results of the first midterm before the second midterm take is given. So you will know if you go on the 9th before uh, going to the 13th, you will have your results. So if you had a perfect score, you don't unnecessarily go to the second one. So we will try to grade those very quickly. During the second part of the course, the idea is that you already know the basic terminology and basic concepts. So then we will try to deepen the understanding of the software engineering concepts and models and their application in the industry. And we will be doing this by having experts, subject experts lecturing. Uh, in the second part of the course, 
lectures will be physically held in T1. I will be not be there, but there will be other personnel taking care of the guest lecturers, and I strongly suggest that you go physically to those locations. It's more fun for the lecturer if you are there. If you're unable to go there, the lectures will be also uh, distributed online the same way as this one, that is using the WebEx system. So you will be able to participate in those lectures also without physically uh, making it to T1, either online, uh, in real time, like this one, like you are doing right now. Uh, in addition, we will also record those lectures using WebEx. You are able to look at those recordings uh, of the lectures later on. Uh, however, in order for you to get as much as possible out of the second part uh, and to make it fun, I suggest that you go to the sessions and ask questions and be active with the uh, guest lecturers. Uh, so uh, be, show, be active and you will learn more. Uh, in the second part of the course, uh, I will publish assignments that you can do every week. Uh, there's a change from previous years. Previous, in previous years, the weekly exercises have been compulsory. This year, doing any exercise uh, assignment is totally voluntary. But I strongly encourage you to do that. And I encourage you to do that by giving you points for uh, doing those assignments. So if you do assignments and turn them in during the second part of the course, that will count as exam points. So by doing uh, the majority of the assignments, uh, you will not be and, and getting good points. You will pass the course without taking the second midterm, even that you have passed the first midterm. We'll take a look at that in just a second in more detail. So for the ones who haven't felt like doing assignments uh, or haven't gotten enough scores to pass the course using assignments, uh, there will be another midterm, which is on the 14th and 21st of May. Uh, you can either take go there as the second midterm, trying to get the, the missing scores you need. Or you can take it as an augmented exam in case you didn't pass the first midterm. But again, if you do a good job in during part two in being active in the lectures and doing assignments, uh, the weekly assignments that I will give you, you will not have to take the second midterm at all. You can pass the course without going to that exam. Finally, to pass the course, you, always, or you also need to give us course feedback. Uh, the deadline for that is the 25th of May. So if you want your grade, so please give, you will need to give that feedback using the feedback system available uh, and used by the department. It won't take you many minutes. But that is also required in order to see for us to have comprehensive feedback so we know how to improve the course. OK, this is the overview of the course. So here, just to remind you, I said most of this already. During the introductory part, which is from now until the beginning of March, I will be lecturing on the basics of software engineering using videocasts. There will be weekly interactive Q&A sessions. We'll just take a look at those two soon. And there will be small self-study assignments that are voluntary, but I suggest you do them because it will make learning more fun. You should get and read the major parts of the textbook. It will end with a midterm exam. And the whole idea here is to get you quickly up to speed on the basics of software engineering. And it prepares you for the advanced part of the course. 
the idea here also is that it's a good idea for you to read the book now. You will have uh, lots of other exams in May, so now you will uh, do the heavy lifting or heavy reading for this course now right or early on. Again, if you wonder about why the format is like this, I already mentioned the fact is that I am staying the spring at MIT in Boston, United States, so uh, I am physically not able to be in Helsinki. Uh, this came as uh, on so short notice that I wasn't able to get another lecturer. So I thought, let's try to make this fun and uh, do the course in a different way. So this is, in a way, an experiment. I will be doing my best to teach you the course as well as I can. And I do hope that you're active in giving me feedback in how you think the sessions work or how and what you think I could do to improve your experience. Uh, so let's work together to make this fun and, and make it workable. In the advanced part, part two of the course, we have guest lecturers, as I said, in real life in T1, with additional WebEx participation possible. And uh, I encourage you to go to the sessions and take notes and participate in the discussions. Don't make it hard on the industrial experts. It's much more fun if you are critical and active asking questions, not letting them off the hook too easily. And it might be a good idea, and it might be a good idea for you to reread or recheck the material related to the subject that the lecturers are talking about before the lectures. So my goal with the advanced part lectures is that they shouldn't feel like lectures. They should more be like active discussions together with people who are experienced in software engineering. Okay, officially our information channel is not PAC, which you should, we, you probably are very familiar with. I will publish course news there in NOPAC as news items. If somebody, so I, I hear some noise, is somebody wanting to say something? Okay. If not, I'm just going to continue. So NOPA is, of course, the official channel. You will find the lecture schedule there. I will right now turn this off and go to NOPA so we can take a, a look at a look at the lecture framework uh, the way it looks right now. So I will stop sharing the keynote. Are there any questions, by the way, at this point? If you have a question, feel free to raise your hand by pushing the hand button. Okay, if not, I will share my web browser. And go to Nopa. Okay, so let's go to introduction to software engineering, and let's take a look at the lectures. So this is uh, how the lectures will look like during the first part of the course. You're right now here, 
at the course overview. I will uh, publish videocasts. These times are irrelevant, but there will be published videocasts containing the lectures every Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesday and Thursday. And of course, uh, I suppose you have reserved this time for uh, working on the course, so you can, for example, use that time to look at the videos, but you are, of course, allowed to do, do that at your leisure any time it's, uh, that's okay for you, it's okay for me. Uh, each Monday from 4 to 5, we will have a Q&A session using WebEx. So the idea here is that uh, if you have any questions or comments, ideas related to the topics discussed in the videos during the week that you would like to interactively discuss with me or and with the other students, uh, we will have the option to do that in those sessions. Uh, if the session length is too short, we will continue the session until we have dealt with all questions. In the case that we don't have any questions, there will be no sessions. But I have reserved this time every week for working together with you on any questions you might have. So uh, this is the first part of the course. course. For the second part of the course, we will the lectures, as I said, will be in T1. The actual topics or schedule with the guest lecturer guest lecturers isn't finalized yet. I will uh, put them up here in NOPA as soon as I have the final schedule. But expect most, if not all, slots to be filled, so keep those reserved in your calendar. And uh, my go goal is here to also have Q&A sessions with me with respect to the guest lectures uh, every Monday also during the second part of the course. If there's a need for that, I will be uh, available for Q&A. Okay, let's go back to the slides. So, the course material. Uh, the textbook that we use is Preston Software Engineering. We are using the newest edition, uh, the seventh edition by McCool Hill, uh, 2009. You may use older editions. Uh, the big thing about the seventh edition is that it has been quite much reorganized. Uh, if you get older textbooks, it's very likely that they contain most, if not all, of the material uh, we covered during the course. But the official textbook and the one that is used to decide uh, uh, and, and uh, whether an answer is correct or wrong and 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 upon which the exam are based is the seventh edition. So if you use older editions, I suggest that you yourself check uh, if uh, somebody with a newer edition about the main changes. Uh, it's very likely that you you will do okay at least with the sixth edition, though the fact is that the edition uh, lacks some material that we will cover in particular with respect to agile development processes. So it's a very good idea if at all possible for you to really get the newest edition. Of course, uh, lecture slides are also required material. Any class discussions during part two of the course are also required. So uh, the exam may, may contain questions related to what has been discussed in class. So don't expect to get full points from the exam only by looking at the slides shown during the lecture the day before the exam. So 
So if there are interesting discussions, questions could be asked about the contents of those as well. And in addition, the sales study assignments, again, related to uh, part two of the course, uh, is also uh, included in the course material. So this is the requirement for what you need to read and study in order to pass the course. Uh, there are some online resources related to the textbook. You feel free to go there if you want to. Uh, this is not something that I require. It's okay for you if you want to go there. What I will do is I will post links to more interesting resources on Facebook and Twitter that we'll discuss in a moment. But this is something that is available if you are interested. So what are the communication channels during the course? Uh, of course, uh, uh, we have the weekly interactive, the weekly interactive WebEx sessions. Uh, during them, feel free to ask questions. We'll discuss whatever issues that come up. Uh, for electronic communication, we do have an email address that you can see down here on the slides. I strongly suggest that you don't send us email if your matter isn't of such a personal nature that it's of no interest to other students. Otherwise, please become a fan of our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash alpha items and instructions both in Nova and on the Facebook page for doing that. So we'll try to. We'll try to. Uh, and again, I'm very curious about how well you think this works. So feel free to send us any feedback on our use of Twitter and Facebook. And if you have suggestions for how we could do, could do that even better, just let us know. Okay, so let me just briefly show you the Facebook and Twitter pages. updated with all course information and course news. So whenever there is something that I'd like you to know, if you are a fan, you should be able to get those by, by following this page. Uh, there are also discussions here, so feel free to post course-related questions on this topic. If you have any questions, general questions on software engineering, please post them here. And comments on using Facebook and Twitter, uh, please post them here. And feel free also to come up with other suggestions for how we can use uh, Facebook in a good way. Then Twitter, which is something I use on my iPhone mostly. I don't like the web interface, but I'll show it here. Um, Twitter uh, looks like this. You can use it on a mobile phone. You can use it uh, by SMS. You can use it uh, from, from the web or from your, your smartphone. Uh, so basically, we'll give, get, get information right away whenever I post it here. So feel free. And also the Facebook updates. 
whenever I update the Facebook page, they will be posted here to Twitter, so you will get uh, a notification of whatever uh, things are posted. So feel free to join Twitter. You can just join Twitter and become a follower of Alto P76 3601. You will find again instructions in Notpa and uh, on uh, the Facebook page. Okay, any questions so far? Or comments? Or comments? Okay, then let's continue with some slides. Something you probably have noticed by now is that the course material and the course language, official language, is English. The lectures will be held in English. Uh, the reason for this is that software engineering is more and more becoming global or international. So uh, we also have some foreign students. So you will need to use English and know the terminology uh, in English when you develop software today. So uh, I think that's a good. Uh, way of working in software engineering is just to understand the global nature of it and you need to use English. However, you are not required to use English if you find it difficult for your own exams or exam answers or the assignments that I give you. Feel free to use English, Finnish or Swedish uh, as you see fit. Unfortunately, uh, we are not able to grade or understand material written in other languages than English, Finnish or Swedish. So please, uh, used one of those. The exam questions uh, in the midterms and in the final exam, they will be given in English, Finnish, and Swedish. So uh, all questions will be in the exams will be given in three languages. Okay, so what do you need to do to pass the course? This is now for all you optimizing your own work. First of all, it's a good idea to register. Please tell your friends who aren't here that they, and haven't registered that they should do that. Uh, you need to pass either the midterm exams or the final exam, get enough points. You need to have, for each midterm exam, 50% of the maximum points to pass. So if you get less than half of the points in the first midterm, you have failed the first midterm and you must take the augmented exam. However, since there are two takes of each midterm, uh, you really need to be lazy not to pass. And you can uh, substitute the second midterm exam uh, by doing assignments posted during the course, the second half of the course. By doing enough assignments, you will get full scores from the second midterm without ever going to the actual exam session. So you can completely eliminate the need to take the second midterm exam by doing the posted assignment. Uh, during the second part of the course. And finally, to pass the course, you need to give course feedback using uh, the department provided form on the web. Form on the web. So here's even more for you optimizing people. Uh, how is the course graded? You can get up to 100 points. You get 50 points each maximum for the midterms. If you don't take the midterms, but the final exam, uh, you can get 100 points from that final exam. 
In order to pass, you must have at least for each midterm 25 points or in the final exam 50 points. So you need to have a half of the points in order to pass. If you don't have the minimum score on the first midterm, even though we have two takes, you must take the final exam, the augmented exam. And here is your grading scale. You, by having 85 to 100 points, you get a 5, 75 to 84, 499, 4, and so on. So this means that uh, there is uh, no uncertainty in what points are needed, so you feel free to optimize your own uh, uh, grade whatever way you see fit. Okay, I'm the lecturer. My name is Kasper Lusenius. Uh, I'm a proton professor at Alta University. Uh, I am available after the lectures that is now the uh, uh, interactive sessions. Uh, I don't have office hours since I'm not physically in Finland, but feel free to contact me if you have personal matters related to the course that you want to discuss uh, that you don't want to post using those. Let's feel free to contact me using uh, the official course uh, email address. But I do prefer if you use Twitter, Facebook, and WebEx for interaction. And please note that the time difference from Helsinki is seven hours. So it is now early morning here. Or not that early anymore, but morning, soon 10 o'clock. And something I need to say every year, because we have had some problems in the past, problems in the past, is that I ask you don't, not to cheat in your exam or when doing the assignments. So please don't cheat. Uh, if you do and get caught, it will get nasty. And that's all I need to say about that. So please read the slide, please behave, and be a trustworthy student. And do you have any questions at this point? Let's turn off the screen sharing. And I'd be happy to answer any questions you might have. Feel free to use your microphone or uh, the chat for any questions. OK, we have Edward. Please. I cannot hear you. Hello. Hello, no, I can hear you. Uh -huh. is, it, is it possible to also have another day, like for the interaction section? What are Sorry, is it possible to what? I, I, I didn't get, uh, I heard, is it possible on the interactive session? Sorry, could you repeat your question? Yeah, is it possible to also have another day for the interaction section? Like the one on Mondays, is it possible yes. to use another day? Because on Mondays, I have lectures throughout. Yes, unfortunately, that is that is the only time that I was able to free. So uh, I will record the, lecture, the interaction sessions. So uh, you will be able to uh, uh, to to view them later. Later, if you can participate personally in that session. If you have any questions that you want me to discuss to you in the Q&A session, but you aren't uh, able to participate, feel free to post it on Twitter or Facebook, and we will uh, try to answer that question. OK, thank you. OK, thank you. Any other questions? Would you, Edward, uh, I'll, would you lower your hand? Thank you. Any other questions? 
Okay. If not, then uh, the next thing that will happen is that you will uh, please do remember to go to Facebook and, and if you if you'd like also to Twitter to register. I will post information immediately when there is more material available. And uh, next week there will be two video lectures posted, so stay tuned. And the next interactive session will be the week after next week on Monday, and uh, then we can deal with any questions you have. I will be monitoring Facebook and Twitter on a daily basis, so if you have any kind of comments or questions, please don't be shy. It's as much up to you as to me uh, in order uh, if we want to make this a good and fun experience for all of us. So be active, uh, and I will try to be as responsive as I can, as responsive as I can in answering any kinds of, of problems you have. So now please go out, get the textbook, and enjoy the videos. I will certainly try to enjoy making them for you. Okay. So that's it for today. I'd like to thank all of you for participating in this lecture. And I do hope we're going to have fun together. Uh, and I hope that you will be active, because uh, as much as I love hearing my own voice, it's even more fun if we can have lots of discussions. So please plan on participating in the Q&A sessions because uh, then we can deal with all the fun stuff that is related to software engineering. So, thanks a lot. I'll turn off the session now.